So we're back, and I'm with my guest, Charmaine Hammond of HammondGroup.biz. She's been an, a mediator, a team builder, a, a collaboration teacher, and a conflict management specialist. So we were talking about um, polarized conversations, what mm. to do when it gets too polarized. And you brought up the point that's so important, Charmaine, which is safety. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's petrifying for many yeah. people because they won't enter into a conversation because they inherently don't feel safe. Right. What can we do aside from what we talked about in part one of asking open-ended questions so we're not getting mm-hmm. the finger pointed mm-hmm. at us, but what can we do to increase the safety of difficult conversations? Yeah, I think if we're the person leading the conversation, um, really be careful about the timing and the place that you choose to have a meeting. Um, I've actually had clients who have phoned me later to say, oh, I was so uncomfortable with the meeting that my colleague called me to. It was at the end of the hallway. No one ever goes there. And I said, you know, you can always choose an alternate meeting space. If it feels uncomfortable, you can simply say, oh, may I inquire why we're meeting in this room? And Mm -hmm. listen to the person's answer. And if they were to say something like it allows us more privacy or there's not as much walk by traffic, you could simply say this, this room actually doesn't feel comfortable to me. And I'd like for us to pick another room. I love that. I want to interject right there because recognizing you have the right to do that. Yes. That's a big deal because when we're feeling fearful and we're feeling uncertain and we're concerned we're going to be picked on, (laughs) sometimes we don't have the presence of mind to believe that I can be assertive. Mm -hmm. And my definition of assertive, which comes from my personal weather report, is that we have the right to say what we think, feel, need, and want in any moment as long as we do not use the word you. So if I'm only talking about what's going on inside myself, my personal weather mm-hmm. report, then I have the right to say that in all circumstances. So I'm so glad you brought that up. What else can we do to create safety? I, I, another thing is that we want to prepare. Um, a lot of times we have conversations that matter most and we've not done preparation. Now, being awake at 2.30 in the morning is not preparing. That's worrying. <laughs> So we want to prepare because what what happens is you brought up that confidence and assertiveness. Um, When we prepare and we actually practice what we need to say to the other person in advance, and I suggest, it, it might sound crazy, I suggest to people get a piece of paper, a Sharpie marker, not a pen, but a Sharpie marker, and write down point forms or bullet notes of what you want to convey to the other person. And the reason we write them down in bullet points is because your brain can remember that easier than full sentences. And then you take that piece of paper and go into the bathroom or the bedroom (laughs) or the office where there's a mirror. That's what I'm getting at. I've done, I've practiced my own conversations in the rear view mirror of my car before going into a meeting. But you want to actually practice your part of the conversation, not the response to what you think that person's going to say, just your part of the conversation and practice it at least 10 times. Because if in the real conversation you have what's called brain freeze, it's where you can't remember what the heck you wanted to say. (laughs) The fact that you practiced it, your brain will kind of say, Oh yeah, that's what I wanted to say. But the key is it comes out without drama, without emotion and without anxiety because you've practiced it and it's become comfortable. So if sensitive or 
even difficult conversations, practice is key. And the other thing you want to practice is the, the statement that you're going to use if you don't feel safe or comfortable. So that that mm, comes across yeah. also very clearly to the person. So it might be something like, I, I just need to interject here. I need to let you know that this is not feeling comfortable for me. I'm feeling threatened or I'm feeling that my perspective is not being heard. And it's like what you said, Roberta, we're focusing on I, not you, not you're making me feel this way. Exactly. And, but practicing that out statement is very important. Well, I so agree. And one of the reasons that I created the personal weather report was as a reaction to so many years of training people to use iMessages. And I always had a visceral reaction to there's something really wrong with an iMessage. Because for those people who don't know what it is, it's a formula that says, I feel this way when you do that. And all of a sudden, we've got inherent blame every time. <laughs> so part of what arose for me in that situation was, how can I help people understand what to say about what's going on within them that is not saying, and you caused it. So right. that's important. I love that practice. Mm -hmm. So you're getting yourself safe within yourself. You're doing what yeah. you can. Um, but there may be people on the line now listening, uh, watching too, who are saying, yeah, but what about the hijackal? I right. already know the hijackal is there going, no, 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 it's mm -hmm. you, it's you, it's you. And I can practice all I want, which is a really good thing to do even with mm -hmm. the hijackal. But I also need a strategy to be able to go beyond the, I'm, I'm not feeling heard right now, right. or I feel discounted in this moment mm -hmm. um, to get the conversation a little bit more open because it seems with hijackals we have to pry the conversation a little more open by by maybe yes. just maybe a quarter of an inch further each yes. time yeah we don't get the massive growth what do you say about that you know one of the one of the powerful tools is the use of reframing or the use of um uh, paraphrasing, but I want to talk about reframing for a minute. A lot of times these personality traits will come across from the perspective of saying everything they don't want. I don't want you doing this anymore. I don't want to hear this from you anymore. And it's I, everything you don't want. And one of my trainers, my mentors, um, early, early on in my mediation career, John Haynes, who was a family mediator for many, many years, he had a great question that has helped me so many times in these in these situations. And what he said was, instead of telling me what you don't want, help me understand what you do want. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's getting the person when, when we talk about what we do want, we're actually coming from a place of our values mm -hmm. or our priorities, our underlying interests. And that can help in some cases. But like you said, it's just these little tiny steps. Now, there are cases where this conversation might be going sideways. You know, you're feeling like this is a train wreck coming on. <laughs> and that might be a time where you need to disengage conversation. You know, this, this I mean that this conversation is feeling one-sided. My perspective, uh, I'm not getting my perspective out as clearly as I would like to. And I'd like for us to take a break and come back at this. Um, I've also had people who have said, I would like a support to be in the room with me. And so there are, and that can go many different ways, but in workplaces, I have seen that where somebody is feeling quite threatened and they've asked for either an advocate or a trusted um, colleague that both mm -hmm. people are comfortable having in the room, obviously. 
and there's things that you need to address like confidentiality and all of that. But um, I've seen cases when it's really going sideways and you've got the hijackle that you've talked about. Sometimes we actually need that support person in the room. Yeah. And we need that support person, not only for support, but for that extra pair of ears. Ears, exactly. <laughs> because the, the hijackle, you know, we, we see this all the time right mm -hmm. now because it's so um, prevalent in the United States at the moment, mm -hmm. um, is somebody says something, somebody in a high place says something. The next day, the person says the opposite. And when confronted with what they said yesterday, they said, I never said that. You misheard. Right. And well, <laughs> this is a hijackle tactic of the highest order and really prevalent in what they're going to do. Yeah. And so we have that extra pair of ears by having somebody there, which is why people come to people like you or I. Mm -hmm. yes. Right. Um, and I just want to say this because it's important here. Many people will go if they're in a relationship with a hijackle, a primary relationship, either their partner or their parent, uh, what I mean by by a, a primary relationship and they will they will go to professionals mm -hmm. who are not familiar with yeah. this demographic or are not mm -hmm. familiar with hijackals and the traits of hijackals and everything so they will go to a professional for help but the professional doesn't realize that a hijackal is going to seduce manipulate and exploit the professional yes. over to their side yes. <laughs> and then make a two for a two against one situation mm -hmm. what could you say about guarding against that happening if you if you have someone in the room, I can, you know, we know what happens then. What if you don't? Yeah, that's really important. And if you're getting help, you really want to do your due diligence and ask that professional a lot of questions. For example, um, if the conversation was to go sideways, how could I expect you might get it back on track? Like you can ask those questions. I loved it when I was a mediator and people would interview me in a sense <laughs> <laughs> um, because we did what's called pre-mediations where with each party separately and I mean often with an experienced professional so Roberta you and I could very quickly and easily um, point out these potential personality traits that uh, we would strategize and prepare for very differently than we would with a mediation or conflict conversation that people are emotional but nobody is at that level that you're talking about. So I think it's really important to do your due diligence and really interview that person first. Um, if it's somebody in the workplace, um, so if it's not an outside professional that is going to be that support, it's somebody in the workplace, you really want to, again, have that conversation ahead of time with that person and explain your concerns or fears so that person understands um, what may be causing you some resistance and to also um, inquire how they might address the other person because you're absolutely right the hijackle can sort of bring that professional over into their side of the table very smoothly yeah. <laughs> and then the person is feeling um, harmed in the process yeah they are and they're definitely rewounded because mm -hmm. that's what's been going on at home all the time exactly. and now there they are in your office and yeah. you're, you're looking to you like see this figure this out say mm -hmm. something help and if a person isn't really experienced they won't be able to handle that so i right. love the idea of, of an individual interview Mm -hmm. So much to talk about, Charmaine. <laughs> <laughs> so much. And that's why I have my guests back again. So don't worry. 
my guest Charmaine Hammond will be back and we will talk about new things again and again. And she has a free gift for you. Go to raiseadream.com. Don't you love that? Raiseadream.com. And um, you'll find her free gift there. Thank you so much Thank for you. sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank I, you so much. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. This is the Relationship Help Show. Remember, you can go to relationshiphelpshow.com for the archives or to bbsradio.com if you prefer to listen there. Uh, you want more information about what I'm up to in the world and what my guests are up to, always go to forrelationshiphelp.com. And if you think you might have a hijackle in your life after all we've said, get my free booklet, How to Spot a Hijackle at hijackles.com. And you spell that hijackals.com. Talk soon.